Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Hey guys, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. This is your Packed with Peanuts Never Satisfies. No, sorry, I fucked that up. Packed with Peanuts Never Leaves You Hungry. Low calorie, easy to take podcast, 30 minutes or less, three times a week. Happy to have you here. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in and keeping the numbers high. And when I say high, I mean not just my mom and a couple of my friends. Great to have you on board for yet another episode. It is Monday, July the 18th, 2022. Time to settle in for a new week of work. I know you're all super-duper excited about that. I'm actually kind of looking forward to getting back. I did jack shit. Man, you know, when you're single and you have no friends... I mean, I have friends. Don't get me wrong. They just don't live here. That was the worst thing about having to move to where I moved to was that I'm not from here. And when you get into your 30s, you are, um, you know, it's just impossible to make new friends because you made all your friends in high school because you were forced to go to school together. That's how you made friends. And then a lot of you stayed friends after high school. And then you made friends like when you started a new job. I still have friends that I made from jobs in my early 20s. I have friends that I played hockey with. I have friends that I've met through bands I've been in, you know, or uh, at shows I've been to where I've seen bands. You know, you meet people with similar interests. But at a certain point in your life, man, you can't relocate and just expect to, like, have this large group of friends. And by the time you're in your 30s, when I moved to where I am now, which is in South Texas near the Gulf, you know, I was 33. And it's like when you're in your 30s, man, there's just no way to make new friends without coming off like some kind of creep, you know? Like, the first thing I did was I started hitting the bars. But that's not the kind of people you want to make longtime friends with. These people are just as broken as you are. You know, otherwise they wouldn't be drunk at midnight on a Tuesday, In a small town, can't meet girls on the internet because they are so fucking guarded at this point because so many men have ruined them for you. Us not penis picture sending legitimately nice guys like me have no chance at ever meeting a woman on the internet because it has been absolutely ruined by the, I don't know, the massive amount of penis pictures that women get. I know I talk about this a lot, but the thing is, is that it comes up in my life a lot. Dating in 2022 is so impossible. You know, we had the pandemic and it was hard to meet girls online before because of having to get to know them and then maybe meeting them in person and not clicking. It's not like it used to be, you know, you met somebody, you went on a date, everything was on the table on that date. And it was like, if she wanted a second date, you knew you had done well. You both had a chance to size each other up, the way you talked, the way you acted in public, your sense of humor, the things you had in common. Do you eat with your mouth open? You know, do you smell? You give them a hug at the end of the night? Okay, good hygiene. But on the internet, and especially after COVID, because COVID wore us down, now we don't even have, like, the will to date. I'll meet people, and they'll be so excited to meet me, and then after a couple of conversations, they just disappear. 
And I see girls talking about this all the time, you know, like, oh, guys are always ghosting me. And it's like, women aren't even getting used for sex anymore. They're just getting just, I don't know, used for cheap conversation. And it's, it's true though, man. I've met so many girls since the pandemic that I've talked to and the conversation will go really well and they just vanish. Or I get tired of talking to them. Like, I don't, I don't you know, like I don't have the energy. I don't want to put the energy into this. I've only met a couple of girls on the internet in the last two or three years that I really, really liked and I still am friends with. But again, I don't seem to have the drive in me to be like, okay, let's get off my ass and go out and meet one of them in person. Because I start thinking like, oh, it's just so much trouble. Because I'm acclimated to this cave-dwelling life that I have been forced into by COVID. And now because of COVID, not only did I get a chance to work remotely, but I am able to continue it for the rest of my career. And there's no fucking way I'll ever go back to an office atmosphere now. No fucking way, man. Add an extra two hours onto my day, getting up, getting dressed, looking nice, driving to the office, putting up with people's bullshit in person, then getting off work, fighting traffic, getting home to finally take my fucking shoes off, and then having to make dinner, maybe getting a couple of hours of personal time. No, fucking nuts to that, man. I love the way things are now, but it is... I have no inspiration to get out and do anything, but I would like some guy friends, but I can't make any guy friends, man. Everyone has kids. Everyone has young kids. Even the people that are my age, their kids are like two between two and five or two and eight, I guess would be like the normal. Like the only person I know is kids that are my age is a Ron and he doesn't live here. And Vandy, he just had another kid. So he's out of the game for the next fucking 16 years. You know, it's like, as soon as one of my friends has another kid, I'm like, well, that's, yeah, that was my last hope. The, the one kid you had just graduated high school, I thought maybe we'd be getting some time together. You had to go ahead and fucking have another one. That's, you know, that's, I'm not, if you want to have kids, God bless you. I think kids are truly wonderful in small doses. I never understood why my grandmother loved me so much and my mother could get so aggro towards me. It never occurred to me that the reason grandparents love and dote on their grandchildren so much more than their own children is because they know at the end of the day, they're going home with you. They won't be staying the night more than once or twice. After that, grandma can spoil you and fill you full of sugar and she can give you all the things that you want and let you backtalk your own mother because in the end, all that bad behavior is going home. I love children. I really, truly do. They can be so absolutely wonderful, but they are so much work. And I can't imagine now. <laughs> no way. No way I can handle it, man. But how do you make friends when you are 33 years old in a new town and you don't know anyone? You didn't even... I didn't move here even because of a job. I moved here because I was getting away from the devil. Like, I literally had to move 200 miles away from Houston, Texas to actually get her to understand that we were over. And even then, she kept showing up for a few months. If that gives you any indication of how horrible she was. So I came here with just a little bit of savings and a house that fortunately was paid for. And I went out all the time. And I did make some friends. I made some good friends. You know, there was a DJ, this guy Dustin. 
he did karaoke and because I can sing, like I made a lot of cool friends, but they were bar friends. It was never a time you know, I had all their phone numbers, but it wasn't like a, Hey, what are you doing? You want to go to target and look around and shop? No, it wasn't like that. These were bar people and you can't like a single man at 33 years old who looks like a punk rocker, six two, white covered in tattoos in a town that's predominantly Hispanic. I can't just go up to people at the deli meat case and be like, sup, looking for a new friend? <laughs> you know, like, hi, I have no friends. I'm taking applications. I tried. I really did. I tried so hard to meet. And you're, I know I'm going to tell you all this and you're going to say, boy, you're fucking stupid. You know, you're going to say, how did you not know? But I really didn't know. But I tried to make friends with people on Craigslist. Started off innocently enough. I said, new in town, looking to make guy friends, don't know anyone, not from here. Okay, now, there's nothing gay about that. But on the internet, it is, and I should have known better, because I didn't specify. So I started getting blown up with all kinds of messages, and they weren't just like subtle messages like, hey, I'd love to hang out, or, you know, you're really cute, or whatever. No, it was like, I'd like to come over and suck your dick. And, you know, like, you, I'd like you to come choke me and fuck me in the ass. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. In fact, I'm cleaning it up, if anything. And I'm like, holy shit. Okay, let's, let's delete and start over. So I posted some new messages. New to Victoria, looking to make guy friends, not gay. I just don't know anyone from here, and it'd be nice to have some guy friends. Well, that seemed to make it worse. Like the, uh, like it enticed the, the gay community. I started getting really gnarly emails. So I post another one and in all caps, after I explained that I'm looking to make straight guy friends, actually, I don't even care if they're gay. I think I said something about that. I don't care if you're gay. I'm not, if you want to be my friend, fine. And I like all caps. I was like, please don't offer me anything. I don't want you to blow me. I don't want to blow you. I don't want to take pills and get drunk with you and like have a night of passion that I'll forget about and all this. I mean, this guy sent me a picture. No bullshit. This is a 100% true story. This guy sent me a picture of himself, butt ass naked on a big John Deere tractor. Okay. It's a daytime shoot. It's out in the middle of a fucking, you know, in the country, obviously, because there's nothing in the background, but like fences. This beefcakey, actually quite handsome man, he's got nothing but a cowboy hat on and boots. He's got one leg up on the steering wheel and his dong hanging out. And he sends me that picture and he says, I'd love to get together. You're really hot and I'd like to, you know, do all this and that. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I didn't respond. I just said, okay, whatever. Now, like a month later, I'm at H-E-B, and I am in the deli meat aisle, <laughs> just coincidentally, and there he is, okay? And I'm not even that good with faces, but I fucking knew it was him. And he's married. He's got a ring on. He's got his wife. They're picking out meats. His little kids are there, and I'm like, holy shit. I mean, that begs a lot of questions. The one I'm most concerned about is who the fuck took the picture on the tractor because it's from way far away. 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's got that many acres of land. He was able to set up like a professional stand with a timer on it or something. I don't know. You imagine somebody like pulls into your driveway and you're spread eagle on a big green John Deere. Okay, it's not what it looks like. Well, it looks like you're taking pictures of yourself naked up on the John Deere. Okay, it is what it looks like, but it's not what you think. I think it looks like some homosexual pictures. Okay, it is what you think, but I can explain. <laughs> not to get on a somber note here, but how sad would it be for a poor woman? She was very attractive, great-looking kids. How sad would it be to to be married to someone and he's so handsome and you have no idea that he is straight up gay or I guess bi, you know, I mean, or pretending to be straight. But obviously the urges are there and they're strong. I was quite flattered. Like I said, he was very handsome. I mean, I had a 10 hitting on me. I'm like two fives. I'm like, cool, man. I actually get hit on by gay people a lot. And they love to tell me that I'm hot. And I'm just like, damn it, man. If I was gay, if, you know, if, if that did it for me, I'd be the luckiest man in the world. But, you know, I've said it before. I just don't do hair. I can't do anything with hair. Man or woman, hair on the chest, on the face, the pits, ass. <laughs> I can't do hair. I swear, there have been times in my life when I've been like, why can't I just be gay? Like, please, Lord, just let me be gay. Why can't being gay be a choice? Everyone says it's a choice. All the conservatives tell me being gay is a choice. Why can't I choose to be gay? But yeah, I'm making friends, man. I don't even have the courage to go up to dudes and be like, hey, you know, like I don't, I'm trying to think of how I even made friends with anybody. Uh, oh, like my buddy Michael, okay? He's like my only guy friend here at all, period. And he and I met because... Uh, on my old scooter, Vader, I had Star Wars stickers on it. I had stickers for the Imperial, you know, the uh, Imperial logo on both sides, real big on the scooter. And he came up to me at a gas station, and he was like, "Oh my god, that's so fucking cool!" And I'm like, "All right." He approached me, and ended up being that he's like this big Star Wars dude, and he's got this room in his house that's like the size of my house, full of Star Wars memorabilia. It just would blow your fucking mind. So he invited me. Uh, right after we became friends, he invited me to come and play uh, not Dungeons and Dragons, but something very similar to Dungeons and Dragons. I think played with uh, like Marvel characters, and I was so fucking down with that. First night we get together, it's him, me, and a whole bunch of other guys, real fucking nerds, cool as shit, and we're all creating our characters. And it was like literally the next day, March twentieth, that we got the shutdown for the pandemic. And I have not seen any of those guys since. And that was, what, two and a something, two and some change years ago? I've seen Michael quite often, actually. I run into him constantly. And we would hang out all the time, I guarantee you, except he's got little children. He's younger than I am, so he's still doing his time. You know, and his kids are really young. And so I get that. I'm not going to, like, bug him. Like, oh, why don't you come out? I mean, where would we go anyway? I'm lame, but I see him all the time, man. And I'm always happy to see him, and he's a damn good friend. And Michael, if you're listening, I love you. I'm so glad that we made friends. When your kids get a little older, we can, you know, sit on rocking chairs together and talk about the old days of Star Wars. But in the meantime, you take care of yours. He is a uh, first responder. God bless him. He's very good at what he does. He was actually out in Philadelphia 
the whole time the pandemic was going on. They shipped him out to Philadelphia where he was needed as a first responder. So round of applause for Mr. Michael, the web slinger, the nerdiest Spidey loving motherfucker. So who wants to be my friend? Send applications to fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. Man or woman, straight or gay. So speaking of nerds, you guys know how much I love nerds talking to podcasts. Talk about it all the time. I've been a guest on there, and I enjoy their shows. They're once-a-week shows on Friday. You can catch them on Spotify, iTunes, all that, blah, blah, blah. I had a chance to catch up with Johnny. Quick little interview with him. I have to take him in small doses because he likes to talk about butt stuff. So I'm just going to play you a little uh I'm going to play you a little 3 minute Zoom interview I had with him. Uh you should know <laughs> asterisk that this interview was done with the complete blessing of nerds talking. So if anyone finds it offensive, I want you to know that <laughs> everyone is okay with it. So anyway, here's me and Johnny going back and forth a little bit. Hope you like it. We'll be right back. Welcome to the show, Johnny. My name is Johnny. I am very happy to be here. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Johnny. I like to put stuff in my butt. Can you be a little bit more descriptive? Maybe elaborate a little for us? Weird stuff. Butt stuff. Can you tell the listeners anything else besides wanting to put stuff in your butt? I like sweet and sour chicken. Oh, cool. In my butt. Let's just move on, Johnny. You're a member of Nerds Talking, the podcast. I personally am a huge fan of the show and always try and get my listeners to check you guys out. It's Lafayette, who is the head MC, and also Carlos and Hugh and then you. How did you guys meet? We were putting stuff in our bots. I see. Just like that, huh? No introductions or anything? Just right to the butt stuff? I met Hugh at a village people concert. I went to the bathroom and there was a hole in the wall of the store. I stuck my naked butt up to it and someone jammed something into my butt. I found out later that it was Hugh, and we exchanged numbers. I met Carlos when I went to see The Phantom Menace, which is our favorite Star Wars movie. Lafayette is not into bot stuff, he just likes to watch. I met him on OnlyFans. That is fascinating, Johnny. What do you say we talk about something else? I like shrimp fried rice. Johnny, I need you to focus up. Tell me about how you came to be into pop culture and nerdy type stuff. Okay. When I was a young boy in Vietnam, my parents would work all day and they would never give me any toys to play with. Also, they never hugged me. When they would come home from work, they would not pay any attention to me and it would make me sad. We left Vietnam when I was still very young and came to America for a better life. My parents still worked very hard but now they were making more money. When Christmas came around, for the first time ever in my life I had a present under the tree when I woke up. I have never been so happy and excited in my life. I opened it and it was a blue lightsaber like Luke Skywalker had from Star Wars. It was the greatest gift a little boy could ever ask for. Wow, what a great story, Johnny. Do you still have the lightsaber? Yes, all the time I put in my butt. Damn it, Johnny. 
My name is Johnny. Yes, yes it is. I like the poo-poo platter. Uh, I think we're done here. Thanks for being a guest on Fat Guy Loves Cake. Oh, that Johnny Butt stuff. <laughs> I think he already thinks that I don't like him. And he probably fucking hates me, or he's going to now for sure, but it's all in fun. I say things to him all the time on the show, like I swear at him, and I make fun of him, because I know he doesn't listen, even though I like loyally listen to every show as soon as they're published. Not that he owes me anything. Carlos and Lafayette, those two, they're my homeboys. They always keep up, and uh, we love bouncing off of each other, ideas and stuff. A lot of the times after I listen to their show, I almost want to steal what they talked about because I have so much to say about uh, what they what they talked about in their episode. And they just had a uh, a new person join. I didn't know they were taking on a fifth nerd. Uh, otherwise, I would have applied for it. And I could have answered all those trivia questions. My head was about to explode with the answers. I'm going to say, see, Carlos was freaking out the most about, uh, she didn't know the answer to who played Darth Vader because she said James Earl Jones, which is not who played Darth Vader, it's who voiced Darth Vader. But that didn't bother me because that's not something that everyone's going to know. What bothered me was when she had to name all four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, not only did she stutter across it and really take a long time to get it, but she called Michelangelo the leader. And that's like the least qualified turtle to have led the Ninja Turtles. He was the goofball. He was the one that coined Cowabunga. Orange with the nunchucks, ate the most pizza, surfed. So, rocky start, Miss Impolite Society. But I do enjoy listening to you talk, and uh, it's nice to see that the, uh, the guys in Nerds Talking, the podcast, have added a vagina that's actually physically a vagina, not just metaphorically one. So I got uh, jury duty. I got a friggin' summons for jury duty. I've never, ever, ever, ever gotten a summons for jury duty in my life that I know of. Now, I know when you're registered to vote that you get jury duty, and I've been registered to vote for a very long time, but I've, I've always kept my address on my license the same because you have to understand, in the last 10 years, no, not the last 10 years, the last... 10 years before the last 10 years, in my 20s, I moved around all the time. I was constantly living with someone or getting my own place and then moving in with someone else. And I just kept my driver's license uh, address as my mother's because I knew that my mail would get to me. If it went, you know, because I never, I wasn't going to go change my driver's license six times a year. So I may have gotten jury summons. I don't know. But now that I've established this is my home, this is where I'm going to be for a long time, and I registered to vote, uh, well, years ago, but I got a jury summons, and I was like, no fucking way, right? And all I can think about is Liz Lemon and 30 Rock and how she dressed up as Princess Leia <laughs> to get out of jury duty. But that's not the approach I'm going to take. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to dress up. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna wear a suit. It's going to be dated. It's going to be something from the 70s made of polyester and plaid. Probably going to wear a really big fake mustache. I am going to... I haven't decided on the personality. I'm going to say... I, now, I want to get on jury duty. I want this to happen. So I'm not going in there to be a crazy person. I'm going to answer the questions legitimately, and I'm going to say all the right things that will get me in there. But you have to understand something. My job, 
will pay me for every day that I'm out in jury duty. So I'm going to be the one guy who votes against everybody else. When 11 people say guilty, I'm going not guilty. I want to be sequestered in a hotel with room service. I want a cop outside of my room when I'm sleeping at night. I'm taking this seriously. I'm going to be in that jury room, you know, arguing with everybody. What makes you think he's guilty? You haven't proven that to me beyond a shadow of a doubt. If there is any room for doubt, it is up to the prosecution to convince me 100%. Otherwise, or I cannot convict. If the glove does not fit, they'll be like, God damn it, Joey. It's just a trespassing case. The guy even confessed to it. He may have been coerced. You know how corrupt these small-town police can be. They probably beat it out of him. I want to see the video of him being interviewed. Like, dude, Joey, he literally got up on the stand and said he did it and he was sorry. And I'd be like, yeah, under threat of his life. I saw that sheriff in the back gleaming at him. Go on, boy, and say that. Let's you want another baton up your poop chute. Not guilty. Now go get us some fucking Taco Bell. Judge is like, I understand the jury cannot come to a agreement on this case. They're like, uh, uh, Your Honor, well, it's not that we can't come to an agreement. It's just that we need more time to look over the facts. You know, a day or two. We'll let you know when we make some progress. Uh, we'll talk about it after we order some Jimmy John's. In the meantime, you guys chill out here in the courtroom. Enjoy your day. Thanks for having us. Word. Because I'm getting paid. <laughs> I saw the funniest post on Facebook. I got to mention this before I go, but I saw the funniest post on Facebook, and it was this woman whose son, he was like three or four years old, and he had said that he had a twin at school, at preschool or whatever. Mom came to preschool, and she took a picture of them, and it was, and her kid was white, and the other kid was black. Now, they were wearing the exact same outfit, okay? And the reason for her post, obviously, was to be like, Kids don't see color, and isn't this adorable? You know, she starts the post with, what do you see? Because my son only saw his clothes. And I was like, I see two little assholes. <laughs> You're right, I don't see a white kid or a black kid. I see a white man and a black man that don't know how to pull out. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm just being funny. Yeah, you're real fucking funny, Joey. Somebody should have pulled out when you were made and stuff. No, that really is great, though, man. There was It's awesome when kids don't see color, and they shouldn't. And uh, they only do because we teach them to. I got to tell you guys one more thing. It totally slipped my mind. I met this girl online, of course. Let's just call her B. She is this beautiful, nerdy, totally into pop culture, tall woman who sends me this long message, this introduction to herself about, pick me, pick me, I'm into all that stuff too. And she gives me this great introduction. And we start talking and everything's going well. And she's telling me movie quotes and I'm getting them and everything's fine. And then she texted me and she said, no worries. Now you all know how I feel about no worries. I hate it. I fucking hate that expression so much. But she said, no worries. And I politely texted her back and I said, please don't use that phrase. That's all I said. That's verbatim what I said. And she goes, wow, well, you're a fucking tool. Bye. And then she blocked me, phone blocked me, and fucking internet blocked me. 
I mean, like, in fucking a matter of seconds. Now, am I the crazy person? Am I the fucking crazy person? What kind of Looney Tunes broad blocks someone for politely asking them not to say no words? She didn't even ask me to elaborate. She didn't even say, why? What's wrong with that? She just said, I'm a tool. I'm a fucking tool. And block, block, block. And I'm out of her life for good. That's it. I'm not the psychopath. You're the psychopath. Fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com is how to reach me three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bright and early. Thanks for sticking around guys. And thanks for getting the numbers increased. Remember to hug your children and kiss your kitty cats and be nice to everyone. I'm going to play a nice little song out for you. A little rip, 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 rip remix <laughs> of Johnny butt stuff <laughs> from nerds talking the podcast. Take it away. Johnny butt stuff. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. My name is Johnny. I like to put stuff in my butt. My name is Johnny. I like to put stuff in my butt. Someone jammed something into my butt. Butt stop. Butt stop. Someone jammed something into my butt. Butt stop. Bot stop. My name is Johnny. I like to put stuff in my bot. My name is Johnny. I like to put stuff in my bot. Someone jammed something into my bot. Bot stop. Bot stop. Someone jammed something into my bot. Bot stop. Bot stop. My name is Johnny. I like to put stuff in my bot. My name is Johnny. I like to put stuff in my bot. Someone jammed something into my bot. Bot stop. Someone jammed something into my bot. Bot stop. Bot stop. Bot stop.